What's up, guys? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. Thank you so much for joining today. Uh, I am doing my weekly call with Chris from A Daily Refinement. Uh, he should be joining shortly. I think he was having a couple um, audio issues. So as we wait for him, if you're new to my channel, I am a reseller, which means that I purchase items and sell them for profit on Poshmark and on eBay. Um, I also have a degree in mathematics, so I dedicate this channel and my Instagram to helping you look at your numbers, figure out what data. Can you guys hear me? Drop a note in the chat. I feel like my headphones not working right. Um, so drop a note if you can't hear me, and I'll do it all over again. But if you can hear me, um, I also have a degree in mathematics, so I am... Um, my YouTube and Instagram are dedicated to helping you look at your numbers and look at your data and the data on a large level to figure out how and what is working for you. If you like content like that, make sure to subscribe and hit that like button on your way out. So, okay. Thanks, Allison. <laughs> it's so hard to know when you're like sitting here talking to yourself um, if everything is all well. As we wait for Chris to pop in, how is everyone's week today? Duncan says that he is going to have to join. Um, my husband is here. What's up, Allison? Thank you guys so much for joining. We'll let a couple people filter in. Um, my week has been really good. How is everybody's May going? Let me check in with Chris. Um, how was everyone's May? I released my video today on how my May was. So make sure to head on over there and see what strategies that I was using that worked and what strategies that I used that did not work. Um, so head on over there after this video for sure. Let me know what's up with your guys' May, how your sales have been as we wait for Chris. Um, hold on. This is the joy of live. I'm trying to get all of the technology to work. Um, Allison. Oh, what's up, the Grumpy Thrifters? Thank you guys so much for joining. I'm excited for today's to kind of talk about getting close to the sale that we're going on of the Grumpy Thrifters. Um, my best sales ever. I was in the same boat, Grumpy Thrifters. Um, so I'm wondering what what kind of things do you sell? I know on a different chat you had mentioned that you sell um maybe it was non-clothing items. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Um, non-clothing items. I don't, I like clothes. Oh, there he is. I like clothes. So don't really want to have to switch over. What's up, Chris? Sorry about that. Oh, oh, no worries. I, I didn't think I could hear you. And then we would have to figure that out. We are good. Um, that's what happens when you do live sometimes. No worries. Thanks for joining. How was your week? Did the stores open, right? In California, stores opened? Didn't oh, no. Um, they extended most things, gyms. There's some things that they extended till September. Oh, really? And, yeah, it's interesting. So, um, but not everything is open, but a few things are open. Some restaurants are open for, for seating if they have outdoor. Um, but it's, it's definitely not open. Retail is still closed. So thrifting is not a, a no-go for you guys? Nope. Oh, it's already that. June 3rd. And there's also no update. So that's we'll rough. See. Yeah, that's rough. We are mostly open, um, which is nice, but our sourcing is not great because they're doing much more precautions. Um, well, let's get into it. We have a full content today. I want to talk to you about my main numbers. Um, we'll look at my dashboard really quick just so you can get an idea of where I landed. Um, for those of you who are new to watching, I am trying to get to $1,000 net oh hold on let me i can't talk and do this together can you guys see that are we good 
Um, I can't see the chat though, Chris. So if there's something, can you help me keep an eye on that? Definitely. Um, okay. So these are my main numbers. We are trying to get me to a thousand dollars net in 20 hours or less in reselling. I, so you look here, this is 28 day comparison. So we're a couple days into June, but this gives you a good idea of how I'm progressing. Um, everything is up and up by a lot um, from items sold up 113, up $2,000 gross revenue. However, my average sale price is down $12. Um, so that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Um, I just want to look at my May numbers as well. So this is where I ended in May. These are gross numbers, 75% to the goal. So I did up my goal to $6,000 instead of the 5,800, just to give me a little bit of leeway in inventory because cost of goods has been going up for me just because I'm not able to kind of source how I was. I'm having to pay up a little bit more because I can't go thrifting as often and buy online and stuff. So I did up that a little bit. Um, but 75% there, I mean, that's good, right? Um, I don't know if there's anything here that's catching your eyes. I want to talk, I'll show you one more chart about the average sale price. Um, but if there's anything here that's catching your eyes to note on. No, it looks good. You're at maybe uh, five to or let's see, between five and six sales a day. Mm -hmm. And we want to be in like the 15 range. So we, and then trying to maintain the average shell price if we can, keeping it at 30 plus. Yeah. And that's kind of where, and that's what I want to talk about is average shell price. The, I'll have to do more sales if it continues to decrease, less sales if it's higher. Um, I was between like 34 and $37. So it's definitely gone down. A couple reasons um, it's gone down. I've intentionally been adding lower average sale price items into my closet because I have noticed that's what people are buying right now with the economy. And um, so some of that's intentional. The thing though is eBay is definitely driving that lower average sale price. It's $7 less on eBay than it is on Poshmark. Um, I've done all of the strategies, sales, the best offers, accepting everything, um, you know, just to get momentum. And so that's definitely I was at like 14 sales in April and then I did 70 sales in May. Um, so it's definitely increasing the momentum, but I wanted to talk to you today about how to get this back up to, you know, closer to my posh number. Cause if I can get it to $30 in average sale price, I'll get to that um, a bit quicker. And I have inventory that's selling for $30, right? It's just the strategies I'm using on eBay. You might not, right. it might just take some time. I think it, eBay doesn't necessarily give you traffic right away. Like as an example on Poshmark, it is somewhat democratic in the sense that you could be brand new and get a uh, share and go all the way to the top of the feed. And someone who's been poshing for seven years doesn't have an advantage, but on eBay, they definitely give you some, some points for being on the platform for a while. They try to favor people who have been there longer. So um that makes that's, sense to me i don't think it's it's not too far off it's also less fees than poshmark a little bit well so here's the thing um and it that's kind of where be. it could be yes that's yeah. where i'm going with i was looking at my fees on um ebay and once you consider because i count shipping they're not technically fees but they're not they're coming out of my profit right um yeah. and because i'm offering free shipping and i do promoted listings i'm at 40 percent yeah, I, so just turned, I just turned my promoted listings off. I, completely? Because, completely, because it's okay. Like I, um, Because a lot of my items on eBay are not replenishable, um, I'm even considering not cross-listing. So it, it actually just depends on how fast you want your money. 
Um, I tried for one month your strategy of 7%. Uh, or I'm sorry, I think, did you do trending? I do trending, yeah. Yeah, so I did trending. I think my bill was $800 higher than normal, mm-hmm. right? Um, and my sales were like $7,000 higher. So I paid $800 for $7,000 more in sales. Um, and I decided that I'm good with with just waiting because I don't I'm not in a hurry to, to for my stuff to sell. And it's also it was selling so fast it wasn't getting a chance to sell on Poshmark or Mercari. And I'm paying the fee to cross list to Poshmark and Mercari. So it's almost like, do I want to just pay the promoted listings fee and not cross list mm. or cross list and just wait for my money? It depends on see now I'm I'm looking at this as in like where could you put your money? Yes, right. Right. So, and I think, yeah. The, yeah, when I was starting last month, I was putting like I, I was willing to take all of the money out and hardly make anything on eBay just to get the momentum going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I still have to like I'm not I haven't been on there for years, you know, like other people. So I still have to do that to a little bit. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm trying to figure out where is the best place to put the money and what things I should kind of back up on. Um, and I was but, reading. But I mean, even even in a sense of. I consider promoted listings a place where you put your money. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that's what I was so, I mean, and this is what I wanted to chat with you a little bit about on what to back Alf on. Um, free shipping, I loathe having to pay free shipping coming from Poshmark. Um, but I think to your point, it, you know, eBay, you know, you have all the filters on the left. And the more that you can get people to check those, your stuff comes up, the better exposure. So I can see keeping that on but maybe lowering the promoted listing and keeping because that's something too that i can keep an eye on and lower it and see what my impressions do right and see if i'm getting and the other thing i looked at this right before we got on um when we talked a month ago it was like what 85 percent of my items were coming from sales were coming from promoted listings um and i looked at it now and i'm down to 34 percent are coming from promoted listings so I feel like it's a decent time to kind of back off on that. Would you? It depends on your goals. Like, do you want, I mean, you have to look at like, it's, you can't, you're not allowed to make any assumptions. Your sample size is way too small. Like okay, Assum- me, you sound like my mouth teacher. Assumptions make an ass out of you and me. <laughs> what is the, um, okay. Let me ask you a, a, a sort of a separate question. Yeah. Um, would you consider yourself in the top 20% of Poshmark sellers? Probably not. Well, when you, no. when you meet other, you, I assume you know a lot of Poshmark sellers. Yeah, twenty percent probably. Yeah. I think that is. Oh wait, you cut out. Do you think that is? That's my question. What do you think a, a top twenty percent Posh does? What do I think a top twenty percent? I mean, I think over two thousand probably is the top twenty percent a month. Thousand in sales or profit. Uh, sales. I, I would agree with you. If you're in the top, um, and then what about what about on eBay? Oh, I think what, it's much higher than that. I don't know eBay well enough, but I would venture to say what it's is much your, higher on what eBay. What is your breakdown on your sales last month? What, what dollar wise on each platform? Yeah, um, it was about. I don't. I'd have to look at the chart on the breakdown. Um, and I don't have that one up, but I think. Poshmark was still slightly higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I can pull it up, but it was closer to like 60, 40 between Poshmark and eBay. Um, so I think Poshmark, I mean, my total was like 50, 
4,500. So I think Poshmark was like a little over two grand and eBay was a little under, if that okay. guesstimate, does that make sense? How do you feel about your, your, your knowledge and how you think Poshmark works? You think you know kind of how it works? Yeah. Have you maxed out your Poshmark mm -hmm. sell through, you think? Yes, I can't. What? I mean, I've been on there for the past year. No matter what I do, I can't really get much higher than. Where are you at with Poshmark? Like, what, how much do you have listed and versus how much sales do you have on, on Poshmark? I want to just kind of get an idea of, of how comfortable you are with the platform. And, and is because it sounds like I want to get you to where you feel like your eBay store is 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 running the way it's supposed to be. So yes, before right. we get there, I want to know if you think that your Poshmark store is running the way it's supposed to be since you have more, you have more experience with it. Yeah. Um, well, so I have like a little over 600 items on Poshmark and I think I made um, like 80 or 90 sales on Poshmark. Mm. Does that sound right to you? Right by what? Compared to my history, right? Compared that's to, a, I mean, I'd love that's more. A, that's a 15% sell through. Is that good? For Poshmark, or because the point is, I might actually advise you um, to make sure your Poshmark's on point and don't work on eBay until your Posh is exactly where you want to be. Then we'll work on eBay because I don't want both platforms to to fail. I want you to be where you're at, like yeah, happy I know with your Poshmark. Well, and so the, and this is when I started moving over to eBay. So the past, towards the end of the year, there was like five, six months in a row, no matter I would spend more time, I would list more, I would do like all of the things you're supposed to do on Poshmark and I just could not get more sales. And so that's where I kind of felt like I was tapped out on Poshmark, if you know what I mean. And so even like listing more and even now, you know, I'm listing 50 items a month on Poshmark and I'm still kind of around the same um, monetary that I usually do, no matter more activity or not, um, I'm okay. kind of there. So you're at 90 out of 600. That was last month, roughly. Yeah. I, I consider that fantastic. I don't know. But that's why I'm asking you. Is that good for you or no? Yeah. No, I think so. Okay. And you have to also consider like two of the hundred are things that were just listed to in May. So for all of those to sell, right? Because I really ramped up my listing for all of that to sell too. So my sell through rate is probably a little bit higher because that skews it because I don't normally list 200. Do you know what I mean? So, Okay. So you did 60, 40, a little bit more Poshmark, a little, a little more posh than eBay, you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. So eBay, let's see, you got a hundred and can you remind me how many sales? Like 160? Yeah, let me look. 160 something. 169, yeah. Okay, so that's between five and six. So that's like another 50 something sales on, on eBay. Let's just say, I'm, actually, I'm sorry, it's more than that. 70 sales on eBay. 90 on on poshmark you only have 600 items for sale is that right mm -hmm. yeah then that's almost that's like a um what is that 160 divided by 600 is 25 percent sell-through rate 26 percent that's five times higher than the average so yeah. I'm... i mean you're crushing it compared to the <laughs> av the average seller so, but the, yes, so, okay. so what well, that so that's mean, good. So what that would mean is you're probably priced too low on eBay because you are your sell through rate is very high, considering that you have a fifteen percent sell through rate on 
on Poshmark and on eBay, in my opinion, it should be either um, that. Okay. What that means is you probably have really good items because that's very high. That would be, that, that's, that's higher than mine for sure. Yeah. Well, so I think some of it, I mean, maybe is the good items, but some of it is this month on eBay. Like I took all everything I have best offer. And if it was an offer that made me cringe, there was quite a few items that like, I didn't make a profit on. I didn't like, it's not where profit wise that I want to be on eBay total quantity. Yes. But the profit that I was, I would like to keep that sell through rate, but then also make money. <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. Like it, on doesn't, Poshmark, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense because you shouldn't have that many sales and have a high like your self, your, your expectation for your sell-through rate is too high for clothing in a time right now where clothing is not selling. Why would you, if the market right now is flooded and no one is buying clothing, why would you have a really high sell-through rate and a really high ASP? That would make no sense right now because okay. everyone that's selling clothing right now is saying that it's slow. And for me on my store, the clothing is a little bit lower than it's about 20% lower than last month. It doesn't make sense that you're your store would, unless you have something that's really on trend, your results equal your effort from, from my observation. It doesn't seem like it's lower than, it actually seems better than I thought. I wouldn't expect you to have 160 sales with only 600 items for sale. That's very, very good. Well, thank you. That's over 25%. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, wanna, I yeah. want to match your expectations. I mean, unless you are, I want the only way to get faster than that, I mean, if you had all your items for for $15 free shipping, I, I don't think you would sell over 300 items. Still, even if your items were $10 free shipping, you still wouldn't sell 100% of your items each month. Yeah, There's right. So, but, but then how do you get, like, you either sell more items or you sell higher. Well, someone has a question really quick. Uh, I don't want to forget. What is the average sell-through rate on Posh and eBay, would you That's say? a good question. It depends on what the item is for clothing the average is five percent so you are you're five times higher than the average and if you did five percent on each platform which is also excellent if you're cross-listing that's ten percent that would only be 60 sales you probably have 60 sales with good profit yeah oh of yeah the one of the 160. my poshmark so. sales in general i'm fine with like that yeah. Is fine. I'm just trying to get. So I mean, I, I, say, I see what you're but, saying, but like, how do I make more? Like, how do I get to this? You would you'd have a bigger yeah. store. It's really obvious. You would you would not lower your price and accept every single offer because that makes no sense. If your if your goal is high profit per item, you would not lower your price. You can't have velocity and high price. There's there's one or the other. If you're happy right now building up your velocity, then you need a larger store to. But if you listed 200 items last month and you only sold, I mean, you sold 160, your store would have grown by 40 items. Yeah. So that pace is great. You just need to basically do the same thing next month, but not give away everything. And you will have a similar. And see if, well, so I basically gave everything away in May because I was trying to keep that high price item and I wasn't selling anything. eBay wasn't giving me exposure. So, so now they are, and I'm trying to back off of, giving items away, but I don't feel like I should take everything off. Right. For 600 items. If I had your store, I would expect 75 sales on eBay. And you had about 75 sales on eBay. Yeah. 
So that's about right on uh, um, the sell through rate. Um, maybe maybe my account's a little bit older, so um, maybe I could have expected seventy five sales and a little bit better um, margin, slightly maybe. But it depends on the item because there were items that I killed it on, items that I didn't kill it on. Depends on what it is. Yeah, like, I mean. I basically had to give items away to get to that sell through rate though. Like, cause I wasn't doing that before. Um, yeah, that makes like sense. The, right. The, and so I don't want to continue to give items away. I'm fine if my sell through rate decreases a little bit, if I'm like not okay, giving things so let's away. Let's talk about this. What sell through rate do you want on eBay? Cause you seem happy with Poshmark and Poshmark is around 15%. I think if I can, yeah, I think if I can get ebay to match poshmark and so having because my uh average sale price on ebay is lower and so even though the sell through rate is about the same the uh average sale price is lower so if i can find ways to not have to completely discount my items to get them to sell would you be and okay then it's like a, on par would you be okay with a 10 percent ebay sell through rate if your margin was on point yeah i would prefer to sell higher then why i i tried your method for a month just to see right yeah and i don't need that sell through that 800 dollars. i would rather have kept that yes right but before like a month ago i was selling without doing all of this i, I ebay wasn't giving me any exposure so i was selling 14 items a month yeah and that's, that's interesting. not that is actually interesting should you pay because i had 40 I had like $47,000 in sales for, let me see, with uh, maybe 120,000 listed. So I had a 40% sell through rate on eBay using your strategy. It was ridiculous, right? I almost yeah. sold half my yeah. inventory with that, with that crazy promoted amount. So it makes sense. So now it makes me wonder, do you want a really, really fast sell through rate? Because you, if you're if you're 15% on both, that's 30%. That's unbelievably fast for clothing. Yeah. Purses and too, but up. yeah. Yeah. So that would be you're not quite there yet, but that it is that a price you want to pay for that kind of pace. The problem with it is that you, you have to relist it. I have that's items right. that are replenishable that I share. I mean, if if they're a hundred sell, like like your dashboard as an example. A hundred selling is not more work than fifty selling. Yes, right. Once it's already right. up there right. and done. So, yes. and it, it's the same with I have sandals that I can reorder. Those are the same. I could sell a hundred pair versus a thousand pair, and it's just not, not more work for me, right? So, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think in having this conversation, I was leaning towards lowering the promoted listings because I was getting a lot more traffic in order to kind of get that uptick in the sale price and not have to give the items away. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I mean, my end goal is how much money I'm making. I don't particularly care how it is. No, I would no, like to be with. You, no, you do care. You care how do, yes. long. You care how long. I actually don't care how long. You do care how long. So if you didn't care how long, you wouldn't do any discounts. Craigslist Hunter is a good example of a YouTuber that doesn't actually doesn't care how long. There's no promotions, no store, no tricks, nothing, no sale, nothing. Just listing it at the price that he wants and he will wait until he dies to get that price. There's no, no games. That's actually yeah, but I, how you, if you're that kind of mentality. 
how long has he been? I think you can have that when you have more foot in the game, right? Like you've been no, on there it longer. Doesn't how, it doesn't matter how long. It just will take a little bit longer. Yes, right. But if I'm starting now and I'm like, cool, I don't want to make money for a year, I can sit for a year. But if I've done it for three years and something that I did a year ago is now selling now. And so now every month I'm making a profit from something I listed a year ago. Right. Right. Like I do want to make profit every month. And so I think slowly it'll be to but where they can sit that's the longer. That's the, that's the opposite of don't care how long it sells. That's saying you want to make profit every month. Like you want to make it right away. Then, then if you want to make it right away, well, if then, item then sit, it doesn't saying, have to be from what I listed, but yes, I would like to make money doing this. It's totally okay. I'm just saying if you didn't care, you wouldn't be cross listing on eBay. The purpose of cross-listing on eBay is to make the churn of your items faster because you're you're currently happy with the amount you're getting on Poshmark. You, right? It sounds like you are satisfied with the profit margin on Posh. Yes, but I think that I've maxed out what I can get on Poshmark. I don't think them, I've tried all kinds of things and I just can't get more sales there, which is why I moved over to eBay. Because if then, I can get what then, I get on Poshmark and what I get on eBay, then boom, I'm doubled. The thing is, if I think if I were you, um, there's a couple ways I would approach it. I would either grow my Poshmark closet because I'm already a really good Posh seller. And if I have 15% sell-through rate, in my opinion, that's great. There's no returns. Poshmark is easier than eBay. It's not as complicated, right? You could just dominate. I was just looking at Renzi now. They just crossed 300,000 in, in, uh, and just received money on on Poshmark. I'd say maybe yeah. it's you know a third or a half profit or something over the course of a couple of years. And yeah. looking at that, I'm thinking, you know, they don't list on eBay at all. And it makes sense to me because why incur the expense of the time if if they're happy with the sell through rate? Let's go. Okay, I guess my point is, what sell through rate on eBay do you want that it's worth your time? If you want 15%, you may have to give some of your items away. Because here's the thing. You're not giving eBay the full chance to sell it because some of those items are selling on Posh. eBay should be extra is how I look at it. It can't, if it's part of your strategy, it's hard to, because the, their competition. Yeah, their competition, yeah, which uh, is something that I've, yeah, something that I've run into as well. And I hadn't thought about having one be a main platform. Um, because yeah, I'll have stuff on eBay getting ready to draft and list and then it's all on Posh. And I was like, well, <laughs> I paid a lister to list that and now it's I don't even get to list it. Yeah. Which yeah. is coming out of my profit, right? So I'm sure that you could have had yeah. at least a hundred and you would have had over a hundred sales on Posh on eBay without discounting your items and without all these crazy games that we're playing if you didn't have your Poshmark closet at all. Because it would just, you know, it would good items sell no matter what platform you put them on. Yeah. Patagonia, there's no point in cross-listing it. It'll okay. sell on any platform. So it's something to think, consider. It's just like when you're selling um, crap, it's really good to cross-list because it's hard to sell. If you have really well, good I'm items, taking you don't that, have to. yeah, I'm taking that as a very good compliment, Chris, that I don't have yeah. crap. No, but I'm saying um, yeah. in your sell through rate indicates that that you in in my opinion what i would do is i would lower I, I would not sell on ebay unless it's the profit margin i want just don't do it and just don't let it don't take yeah. the sales velocity to get that because 
in my opinion, I would say 10%. If you had had 60 sales on eBay, I would have considered that a win, considering you had so many sales on Poshmark with the same items. It's just like a plus. Yeah. You know, it depends on, it also depends on what kind of items. Jenny's Girls is, it's like certain items sell for bank on Poshmark. Certain items don't sell at all on Poshmark. It's the same thing on eBay. You have to know your platform and your your situation, your sell-through rate. So for me, my sell-through rate goal on eBay is 15%. And on Posh, it's only 5%. Yeah. Your, your sell-through rate on Poshmark is triple what mine is. And on eBay, it's similar to mine. And so from from where I'm sitting, I would say your store just needs to be a little bit bigger. You know, you're trying to yeah. squeeze too much juice out of out of the effort. Well, and I think as you're saying that, that I think that has been part of my strategy because it is one of the hardest things and I'm getting better now that I'm trying to have inventory come to me. I never like thought to do that, but the hardest thing for me was trying to source. I have three kids. I don't take them to the thrift store. Like it was hard to get that many items to get a big closet. Um, so I had to, yeah, squeeze as much as I could get out of the small inventory that I had. And apparently I've gotten good at that. Um, but growing the store will just naturally make those items sell a little bit longer, right? To where I have more volume just out of pure numbers game. So as I'll give you an example, that was like, let's say you had a, um, a Starbucks and it has 500 customers a day. You wouldn't discount the Starbucks coffee to sell 600 cups of coffee. Cause that doesn't make sense. You would just open another Starbucks. Yeah, but I think, I mean, yes, to a certain extent, once you're established, but I do think that you have to get it set. Like if you're a Starbucks, you're a Starbucks, but if you're Joe Schmoes down the street and nobody knows who you are, you do kind of like, it's the price. Like I took it when I was doing this for eBay, I took that as like a marketing expense for my business kind of thing. Like I was marketing my business to get exposure on eBay, not necessarily to make that profit. Where going forward, hopefully eBay kind of sees me as like something, right? And they're like, okay, Sarah's a seller will give her exposure. I think that they're giving you plenty of exposure. Yeah. Well, so. and that's what I think too, when I looked at my um, regular food promotions. Okay, good conversation. I know um, we are at that seven o'clock time zone. Okay. This is kind of giving me I, a- I wanna finish the other questions that you have. Oh yeah, I didn't, let me see what I wrote down. Um, so you have, um, you'd like to change one thing on eBay to help with your net profit. I would say um, of the things that you suggested, I would say, lower your promotions to 1% mm -hmm. and then don't complain when your sales slow down because they're supposed to slow down. You're trading that yes, for yeah. that. And you can't be greedy and expect the same sell through rate as Poshmark when you've already mastered Poshmark and you haven't mastered eBay yet. And yes. what eBay is looking for is actually, they don't want you to change. They want you to do the same thing every single day. Yeah. Yes. I've learned that it's worked this past month. Um, and that's where I was headed is lowering my promotions, um, to see what it does. And if I'm, my sale price is going up, then I'm fine not selling as quickly. I prefer that. That's my preferred model. Um, less shipping <laughs> as well. Um, I prefer to sell higher price items. Um, I'm considering one more, one more thought for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am considering if I don't have more than one of the item, only selling on on eBay. Not paying because you have in this email, you have extra costs of a VA, um, yeah. extra costs in storage space. Um, what you can do is 
with with your model and your life, what I would suggest is, I almost would suggest Poshmark only. Almost, I would almost suggest that, except for I'm not comfortable with Poshmark because they don't have enough traffic. Personally, I would no, and they don't have. I don't. I'm starting to like eBay better. Any Poshmark doesn't have the analytics. They, I, I don't. They don't. But I'm saying, if I was you with limited time, right? Like as an example, I talk to hustle at home mom all the time. Yeah, she's like Chris. I'm. I feel like I'm a imposter because I don't do enough volume on on eBay for people to listen to me. And I'm like, look, if you do five thousand a month on eBay versus ten thousand dollars a month on eBay, it doesn't. No one doesn't believe you because of that five thousand dollars in revenue. It doesn't doesn't matter for your life. She makes she's gonna make more money making YouTube videos or coming up with digital content. That that's a better scalable model for her. So I'm like, for you, it doesn't make sense to 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 grow. I would say for you personally, from me knowing you, I would say it does not make sense to um, expect a high return on eBay. I would say five percent would be killing it. Because you have so many other things going on that can actually scale. The thing is, if you had um, forty of the same blouse, okay, now yeah. it makes sense. Rank it, get that velocity going, then raise your price. The thing is, you have you don't have you have one of that blouse, so don't give it away and don't worry about the velocity. The reason that you have Poshmark for velocity. So I think we should aim for 20% sell through total, 15% on Poshmark, 5% on eBay. And if you're going to pay this extra cost for the VA and even like for me on Mercari, it is so easy for me to decline offers because I don't, because I, if I'm going to sell it on Mercari, I might as well get full pop because otherwise, why am I, I could have just discounted it on one platform. Um, then you also have the cost of ending it on the other platform. Well, you know I mean? Poshmark doesn't. Oh, time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You've got to go there and do it. Um, but yeah, I would suggest right now, your main concern, what I hear from you is I want to improve my net. Yes. Because, okay. Let's just say you did sell. Um, I would consider for you 60 sales out of 600 on eBay, killing it at the profit you want. But let's say you sold 75 at not the profit you want or even at the profit you want. That's that's only 150 bucks more. That's not that's not getting us. That's not that's that's a tiny thing. What I want to do is have your store either be bigger or let's just be. Um, let's see. Let me think here. What I would say is I would like your store to be at. Let me do the math here. Um, we want to do. $4,000, let's say $4,300 a month, divided by 15 profit um, times five. Okay, this is a, this is going to sound crazy, but it's not. 1,433 <laughs> items in your store. Yeah. 20% total sell-through. 15% on Poshmark, 5% on eBay, which you're already doing better than that. So it's just building up the items. It's just essentially doubling your store, a little more than that, 600 to 1,433. Then, okay, here's the thing. That's only, um, let me see here and confirm. Um, 
So I feel like, I mean, you're saying I've kind of okay, maxed. This is, this is perfect. It's 10 a yeah, day. Okay. Seven and days ten, a week. 10 a day is not going to destroy your life and it's going to allow you to do the digital content. So what I would do is just get in the habit of listing 10 items a day that meet your goal, right? And then don't worry about how long it takes and make up the difference in your digital content. I'd be like, you know what? Like for me, the reason why I don't care how long it takes is I really don't care. I have other income streams. I can wait 10 years for my item to sell. It's still yeah. better than the stock market. Well, so, which is interesting because I have kind of shifted in our conversation yesterday into trying to get my YouTube um, up and running a bit more. The hard part with that is I cannot YouTube with children. I don't have them on. So like there is a limitation. I can do quite a bit of reselling things. I can take pictures and if my kids need me, fine. But trying to like, I don't allow them in my digital content. And that's where the limitation has been. Trying to up my digital um, or like my YouTube and social media is hard because I can't do that with children. So will you, you, know highlight, I mean? will you highlight Ryu Kura's question on how long should it take to get the four, 1400-ish items in store? Oh, yes. Because I have a great answer for that. You ready? Yes. Mm -hmm. 140 hours of 10 items an hour. Yeah. That's how long it takes. So if you think about that, if you were full-time, it would take you a month. You're not full-time. So let's say you're 10 hours a week, right? Then you can think, okay, that's great. 140 hours is 14 weeks to get there. This is a really good. I'm glad that that the question was asked because you can get an idea. Okay, it'll take this much time. Also, um, if I can find that's the other issue is finding that inventory. That's one part of the pie. Yeah, there's one part is listing. The other part is the, the pie. So this is the thing you put in and uh, you put in X amount of work to get good at Poshmark. I would con mm -hmm. definitely I actually consider you in the top 20% of eBay sellers as well. Well, you oh. put in a certain amount of work to get to um to the x amount level in poshmark and you understand how it works you know what sharing does you know how to make a listing pop you know descriptions you know item specifics right you yeah. do not you actually to be honest you do know that for ebay there's not much left to learn other than time like it, the only thing that in my opinion from your your ebay store that can improve it is just product mix you're not making any mistakes in the listing part that would make itself and time i mean ebay likes people who have been on but, there for but longer. That's out of your yes. control. Yes, right, right. But now you need to do the same thing with YouTube and with your digital content. You need to figure out, okay, so I let me let me give you an example of what I'm doing mm -hmm. to help you understand. Yeah. I yeah. know that every time I make a video, I'm going to sell three courses. Okay? Yes. So I can I can be like, okay, to to make x amount of money, I need to make this many videos because it'll sell three courses. I also know that every video I make, one new person will join my mastermind group, right? So now I understand the analytics. Now here's the part on YouTube that I need to figure out. I need to gain new subscribers that are not resellers. Okay, so I'm looking at how can I make content for, let's say, stay-at-home parents? How can I make content for people who don't like their nine-to-five? I need to learn what, because here's the thing. I know how to get more reseller subscribers. I know how to do that, but I don't want resellers as subscribers. I want, I want yeah. a different type of um, client. So it's not, it's not fast. When, I, when I'm trying to focus on new reseller people, I can get 100 subscribers a day by doing certain things. Uh, like your video you did today where the atomic bomb 
Right, the like, the world's ending. And I was exactly. like, oh, God, Chris, and, that's and a great. And it's funny like, because <laughs> now my, my regular audience knows when I do that, it's going to be a good video. Okay. Yeah. People who don't know me will finally click on it and, and look at it. The thing is, yes. um, now my audience knows that um, every video that's negative is going to be really good because I know those are going to rank high. And yes, it, it gives me, okay, here's the thing. Yeah. It gives me an opportunity to get a new customer. It's my loss leader. Okay, so, okay, this is the best advice I can give you for YouTube. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Your video is a skew. Is just, like, just like oh, a yes. Poshmark listing. It's a listing. Yes. So you're going to be good at it because you're already good at eBay in, in not very long. You already figured out. I can't even really give you any advice on, on <laughs> making your listing better because it's not, it's also yeah. not like not rocket science and you've already know how to do one platform. I would guess it would take you two weeks to figure out Mercari. Right. It's not that much difficult, more difficult because you already have the nuts and bolts. So right now it's like Learning. for you now. You have the skills, you've built the foundation. You're not giving yourself enough credit for the initial work you did on Poshmark that helps you learn. Like, I think the first four months on Poshmark, I did a hundred grand because it was easier than eBay. Mm -hmm. I hopped on and it you and already like, knew well, this, eBay. Is, yeah. this is so much easier because it's basically just sharing. And um, the community part does help. Um, and when I was learning it, I was super into it. So people, that I met were buying stuff for me. There's that whole community thing. But like um, this is, it translates over. And I'm just telling yes. you, it's yeah. exactly the same for YouTube. Yes. And well, you and I haven't put as much time into YouTube. And I'm glad that you said this and you brought this up because that's kind of where I have been headed with this. I really, um, after our conversation last week, talking about YouTube and doing all of that, figuring out how much I want to make and everything. Um, it's not in reselling. Like it, it, reselling is a good supplemental income and to help get me there, but being able to possibly do classes or more digital content or YouTube, that's going to provide the higher hourly rate. Right. Um, and that's where I have actually been headed towards trying to figure out how to do more content on YouTube and better content that'll get me there. I have a really, uh, one more really good tip that you need to write down. So yeah. YouTube is um, kind of like reselling if you are chasing topics. I'm not chasing topics. I'm actually creating more of a replenishable type store where it's a similar kind of content almost every single mm -hmm. time, right? Yeah. And so you have to either be a trend chaser, which would be the equivalent of hunting Birkin bags all day, because yeah. If I was in women's fashion, I would definitely do that. I would try to always have a Birkin bag because it's like catnip. It is awesome. Yeah. It's yes. so yeah. powerful. And I actually did that when I first started. I had Louboutins and I went to the store. I had Louis Vuitton. I had Gucci straight from the store. And a closet. couple of times I got lucky and someone paid like 1.5 times retail. And I had no intention of selling those items. I just wanted my closet to look like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is, um, this is, it's just, okay. My point is a retail YouTube video or your dashboard. That's something that you can sell over and over again. 
that's mm-hmm. scalable. So you will, and I, you already, you already know, know that in the back of your head that reselling is just sort of a thing. But the thing is, YouTube is mostly men that watch. Instagram is mostly women. Okay, so if you look at those demographics, you, um, I, I mean, this is just, I would guess that, um, hmm, I think you have, you get both because you would get guys watching you um, and you would also get moms, also get the female audience. You have a larger pool to, to pick from. I would be surprised if your YouTube doesn't work. The only thing that would prevent your YouTube from working is not being, not doing it long enough. Yeah, which is, uh, clearly I have trouble and patience and my husband will attest yeah, you, to that. You definitely have, you definitely have a patience problem. <laughs> I want it. I'm like um, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. What's her name? I want it and I want it now. Um, it's. I mean, it's great that you're saying this because that's kind of where I was headed and putting more, I feel like my YouTube is kind of just all over the place. Putting This, this more, is why I love the question of how long does it take to get to 1,400 items? I know. It's 140 hours. The thing is, I don't really know for YouTube. Yeah. If you were to say, how long is it going to take me to get the X? The thing is, the longer you do it, the more you can extrapolate. So for example, if I wanted a hundred thousand resellers on my channel, I'm at 53,000 subs. It would be very easy. All I would have to do is just thrift with me every day. My channel would explode because people love looking at what I buy, but I don't, since I, that's not who I'm looking for. I need to be like, okay, you don't like your job watch this channel and I'll give you the tools to quit your job. You know, in my, in my mastermind group, there's probably 40 people who had their best month ever last month. These are people who've decided they, that they have way less stuff going on than you, but they, they have decided they want reselling as their career. That's a different look than what you're doing. You're doing it like, um, sort of as a side gig. Actually, eventually you can write this down too. If you had somebody shopping at the Denver, um, ARC, and the goodwill bins and bringing you a hundred items in, uh, a week. And you had somebody listing the hundred items per week and you had a VA cross listing it. And all you did was shipping. You could do 10 items of shipping in 15 minutes. Yeah. And you could have a thousand do all YouTube and dashboard and, but, yeah. but, but you would have a thousand dollar income coming in each week and mm-hmm. you wouldn't be tempted to do clickbait. Yeah. So my videos, I'm, I'm very happy to report that I have over 95% rating, which means it's not clickbait. What is, how do, and see, that's what I need to, and I've been working on it slowly, but surely is learning YouTube, looking at all the data, looking at, but when you say you have a 95%. You would look at, um, you would look at socialblade.com. Oh yes. Okay. And it will tell you what your rating is for each video. And the, if it's below 90%, that means um, you would. Like how um, engaged they are. Yeah. Oh, lower than 90% means you clickbaited them. And okay. and I'll tell you, the last video that we did, I totally clickbaited people. That's why I'm at 93% on that video. Because the video wasn't about the end of the world for resellers. It wasn't. I just put But that that's where, yeah, I, and that's where I that's where I struggle is getting the thumbnails to make it to where they want to click on it, but that it's not clickbait. Well, right? I, because I, I feel I like, like you have to I'm, do these flashy thumbnails to get people to click, but then you also have to 
make it so that it's what they think it is. I think that my audience knows I like cats. So that was like, I got enough of my regular audience. So I still got 93%. But I mean, I don't, I don't clickbait that hard. Like one time, okay, I had a video that got like 10,000 views in an hour when I put, we need to talk about Nicole State. That was the title, right? Yeah, Com okay. Com complete, <laughs> complete um, clickbait because I didn't even mention her in the video. Nothing, not oh, one geez. thing about her. So people were like, this is this is garbage because they're leaving. It's not even, her. yeah. You know what I mean? But I yeah. knew this is the, this is what people want to watch. What is the deal with her? And I'm like, I don't have a deal with her. She's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to. So, well, and so, I mean, on all of this, this is kind of where I've been heading. And I'm glad that it came up and just, I have to do things to get data to figure out what is working for me. But I've kind of just been like trying this and trying that and not figuring out taking it why does seriously. Your not think you're patient. Because <laughs> I mean, you've known me for how long and you can tell I'm not patient. I want things now. A lot of the things that you tell me, he's like, Sarah, like you're doing good. Yeah, you're doing how many, yeah, I mean, because we talked about YouTube. Um, yeah, and it was like, you're, you're at 2,000 subscribers in a year. Like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, oh, but like, Chris has 50,000. <laughs> I have 50,000. <laughs> well, it takes a while. <laughs> yes, right. So don't panic. You're doing a great job. And I wonder if your love language is, is um, have you read that book? Um, I've read like the cliff notes of it. Do you know what your love languages are? Um, I, I don't know, like the official topics that, or what they call them, but one is like, um, like when people do things for me, um, oh, like for my, cool. yes, yes. So for my husband, when he like will fix something that I could do it, but I'm like, like, I would rather you fix it. Um, then mm. you have to worry about it. That's probably my biggest one. Okay. Why? What would you have said? <laughs> I was, I mean, I think that's good too, but I think that, um, words of affirmation is big for everyone. Oh, so yes, that's I, I think you need a little bit more of a confidence boost, but I don't, I mean, but you already kick ass, but for some reason you need a little <laughs> bit more of a, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll talk to my counselor tomorrow about why that is, because it's absolutely true. Because here's and the it's thing. hard on, so it's hard on social media though, is you, it's constant, like it, you're driven to compare yourself to others. And okay. it's hard to get out of that realm. Like you've been doing it for three years. You don't have children. You don't like, there's a reason that you have more subscribers but, but, but than I'm, I do. But I'm also not in a hurry. So I think that um, my wife gave me the advice of, can you just do YouTube for a year? Cause I was going to start and I'm like, should I really do this? Do I want to be that guy? And she's like, yeah. um, just do it for fun. Do it for a year for fun. Because the only thing that matters is if you do it for a year, you're, you're intelligent, you'll figure it out. And I actually was, because for me, a, I'm a little bit of me is, I would say like I'm 12% troll. I like to push people's buttons sometimes. Oh, and yeah. so I test that sometimes for fun and, and it gets me in trouble, but it's just like, it's, this is YouTube is for fun for me, but I, I get it. It's kind of like, I, under, I, I like experimenting with what would get you views. Yeah. You know? And I think I need to, I, I mean, you brought up a good point, like reselling, I mean, I still need to do it and keep up at it, but I've kind of, I, I understand it and now put some more time and energy into learning YouTube and getting that and just letting reselling be what it is. And you will, all you need to do to have a big YouTube channel is just keep doing it. Yeah. There's nothing that you're doing that would make you more exciting other than um, maybe asking your subscribers what they want to watch. Yeah. And I, I definitely could do a better job of that myself.
because people want me to do more haul videos, but just don't really do it. Yeah. All right. Well, this went over as usual. <laughs> Good last, conversation. Last question, so. or I'm going to answer yeah. Ray Cura's question yeah. on where do you see the percentage on social blades? You want to click on user videos and it will give you an idea of which videos are like for me, you can tell when the videos have below 95%, that means I, I reached a little too far on the, on the title and the, um, the thumbnail. And that, yeah. you'll get the same exact thing on eBay if you put boho in the title and it's really not. Yes, which I hadn't thought to compare it. Like that's essentially what you're doing. It's just so trying the, to get people to click and watch. The best advice I got for YouTube was each video is a skew. That totally changed my mind. I was like, holy shit, it's just the listing. I finally get it now. That's how it works. And and um, the, the people who buy it are the people who watch. Yeah. And I was like, okay. now. I and know. then, and to that point too, the more you have, like it's a quantity game too, like the more videos that you have, the more content that you're putting out, um, which is something that I struggle with because it's time. But if I kind of scale back on the reselling and not put so much effort into that and just kind of let or, that be what or it cap is. it. You need to cap yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Right. Not try and do. Okay. Well, this is so my um you can say his name right. It's my husband. I still can't say his name right, but um mostly 95 to 100 for me. He just looked it up. So that's awesome. good. So it means that what I'm doing is right. I just need to keep doing it. Yeah. I mean and, and mess with it, try things out, but like it's doing okay. Which Chris. 95 to 100 means that you're not clickbaiting people. Yes. You probably should be in the 90 to 95 range, honestly. It, I mean, okay, this is a good this is a good way to do it. I'm not going to mention any names, but you can research the other people who are in this niche. And you'll yeah, see they I have do. some videos that are really low. And that's because they're just gaining audience like crazy. And I, I could definitely do that, but it's really noisy. Yeah, well, and to me too is I want people who watch my content. Like, I want people who want to be here. Like, I don't just want people that like see a clickbait video and want to subscribe. I want my audience to be also my subscribers to also be watching to watch my videos and getting something out of them. And I have a hard time with clickbait. Like, I don't want to lie to people. <laughs> I have a really hard time coming up with thumbnails. I'm like, this video is about my dashboard. It's like, no, you have to like come up with something else besides that. Yeah. Also, one last thought is you can over deliver too. Then I really have to go. But over delivering yes, on your yeah. video means like, you know, here's one tip to, to help your sales. But really, you give five tips that'll like really smoke people. Also, the best mm -hmm. stuff earlier in the video. So that'll last longer. Don't leave your best tip for the end if they don't watch that long. And get right to it. Right I have. I, yeah, I have to work on the rambling in the beginning. Um, but I have, I, I struggle with like the beginning, if someone's new, kind of doing like a little bit of like, subscribe and hit a like, and here's what the video is about to, hey, I'm Sarah, let's get right to it. Like people who follow me already are like, cool, like, let's get right to it. But do new people want to see that little, you know, trailer in the beginning? And they're like, here, I click here, let's get to it. Not really. I mean, I, yeah. I move my like and subscribe after my first point. Oh, because I'm already invested. They don't, they don't give a shit. They don't know you. They <laughs> yeah. want to know, like, are you useful? Uh, okay, now yeah. you're useful. Okay, now I'll like you. you know yeah, I mean? that's a good. Yeah. Okay.
All right. I appreciate you staying on longer. Tell your wife, thank you. Yeah. Um, I know she, um, thank you so much. This was very helpful, very informative, um, kind of helped me continue in the way that I was going um, and thoughts that I had been thinking this week. So I really did get a lot out of this. I hope everybody um, watching this at home as well got a lot out of this. We are doing, we're gonna do 6.30 still, right? Is that what we decided? Yeah. Okay. 6.30 um, every Wednesday, 6.30 Mountain Standard every Wednesday on my channel, talking with Chris from A Daily Refinement. So I hope everyone has a great week. I am on tomorrow with Christina from Kate and Bo Boutique talking about the economy and the impact on resellers. So definitely make sure to join me over there. And I hope everyone has a good night. Bye guys. Thanks, Sarah.